Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Hello, and welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. I'm Charlotte Spicer, executive producer and host of the show, energetic healer and channel for Yeshua, also known as Jesus, and other members of the divine. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. This is the Spiritual Insights Psychic and Metaphysics Free-for-All, a recorded presentation of a free online event held on Zoom with members of the Spiritual Insights community in attendance. During these events, participants have the opportunity to explore various metaphysical techniques that are available to me, which include, but are not limited to, energetic healing, channeling members of the divine, mediumship, past life exploration, cord cutting, and that means from other people in your life or past lives, animal communication and or healing, removing unwanted spirits from your home, dream interpretation, as well as synchronistic interpretation. And what that means is that when you tell me something that happened in real life, I can provide you with an interpretation of that event that uh, relates to your subconscious, what's happening in your inner world, in your subconscious, in, um, in your mind that, that needs to be paid attention to. So the free-for-all takes place once per month. If you would like to participate in the next one or would like to practice the Holy Trinity guided meditation with Yeshua, visit the events page at the website, spiritualinsightsradio.com. These events are free to members of the Spiritual Insights community. To become a member, simply subscribe to the newsletter and you'll receive an invitation to attend whatever you like. Transformation and manifestation are the main focus right now. So if you are having difficulty affecting change in your life or career, please book an energetic healing session with me and the Divine Team and we will be happy to help you. All right, so here we go. We have our attendees and we, are, we have a lineup. And so Eden in Australia, you're up first. What's your question? How can I help you today? Um, well, I've been diagnosed with long COVID and I've just been so, so fatigued and I feel like I'm doing absolutely everything. So I was just wondering, like, if there's any blind spots there, like if I'm missing something or what I can do that I'm not already doing that will help me to get energy faster. Okay. Let me check with them first. And then I have an offer I'd like to make you. Okay. So the first one to step up is Mother Mary. And she says, hello, beloved one. First, I want to say it's wonderful to be with all of you. Beautiful, beautiful lights tonight. It is always a joy to participate in Charlotte's free-for-alls and to uh, see the engagement as we move forward into the Aquarian age increase. This will continue as we move forward and there will be some, I will say, very fun gatherings, we shall say. A lot is coming uh, to the forefront and to the surface, but also, and we haven't discuss this with Charlotte just yet, but there are also some, some surprises in store for her that she will be very happy about and eager to share. 
So that being said, she's giving me a minute to make my head stop going like this. That's a surprise. They, they, it's hard for them to get me like that. But anyway, so I want to answer your question in two ways, Eden. Number one, with long COVID, you will find that it is a, it's an attachment that there's an attachment to the illness that you're that you're keeping it held in for some reason. While I don't expect you to know what that reason is, eventually you will discover it. But with Charlotte's offer, it will help you to get that, to discover that once you are able to determine where the detachment, where the attachment is, where we hold sickness in the body. Um, even if it's just a, a temporary illness, such as a cold, right? but we hold that in the body to learn from it. With long COVID, there's a prolonged learning experience from this. And what are your symptoms with the long COVID? It's basically just extreme fatigue. So yeah, just um, like exercising, I get post-exertion malaise and um, I've had to cut back on my work days and stuff just because I've been so tired. Do you have a juicer? No. How do you feel about juicing? Celery juice? Yeah, I could definitely get a juicer. Okay. Okay. Now she's throwing it over to me. So so what I do is I have a technique that, that, that we developed together to um, reduce the symptoms of COVID-19. And so I could probably do a series of sessions for you, and it would be a gift to help you dismantle this and break the hold that you have on the illness and the illness has on you. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. Thank you so much. But I'll let them put the curriculum together. I'm getting four weeks. Yeah. So it'd be like once a week for four weeks, I'd work on you. Wow. Oh, wow. And, okay. and they're going to develop the curriculum for that. Apparently this is a new thing. Okay. Yes. Uh, there are, you know, other people suffering from long COVID. And uh, the simple answer was just so that I'm prepared should I be approached by mm -hmm. someone else with long COVID. And so you would be helping me develop that curriculum. Okay. Wow. Well, that would be That's fun to amazing. save people from that nonsense. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah, it sounds incredible. Thank you. Okay. Anything else, Mother? She says, just keep doing what you're doing. Don't try not to do the, oh, uh, when is this going to be over type of attitude towards it? Move through it consciously and be patient with yourself, but move through okay. it consciously. That's the key to, because that, that makes you approach it with acceptance. If you resist it, you're going to keep it. Mm. What you resist okay. persists. So if you, if you fight against it, you're going to get more tired. Mm. Relax into that it, accept it. And allow it to leave and we'll, we'll get you to the point where it will leave and we'll fix your DNA, whatever it's doing to your DNA. Mm. Are you vaccinated? No. Okay. All right. So I think, I think it'll be good. And I'll just send you an email and we'll set up something to get started in about a week or so. Oh, thank you so much. You're so welcome. All right. Up next, we have Anne-Marie. Fire away, Anne-Marie. Okay, <clears throat> this is about the Ark of the Covenant, which is supposedly a wooden box holding the two tablets of the Ten Commandments given to Moses, as well as other 
religious relics. It is encompassed by a ornate gold. And I'd like to know if this is actually here on earth with the relics. And if so, uh, is whereabouts would it be? And is it real? Is it real? Got it. Okay, wrote all that down. Jesus, sorry, I was supposed to be calling him Yeshua in public. So Yeshua is stepping forward to answer this. And he's smiling. <laughs> Hello, beloved one. Hello to all of my beloved brothers and sisters, either viewing, participating, or hearing this on this day. This is a very... Uh, important question, especially for the times that we are in, because there are so many that are in a state of confusion as to, is, is this real? Is this real life? Is, is what's coming? And based on what you've seen over the past few years, especially with COVID, now all of you have gone through a major transformation with COVID. And in, even in your case, Anne-Marie, you see, you see how you've opened up in the past few years to a lot more of this field of study the spirituality and metaphysics, right? Yes. Because this was your heart's desire all along. This yeah. is what COVID did for many of you. It's enough with the rat race. What is my heart's desire? What do I really want to do? And you are on your insatiable quest for information and answers. Yeah. And this is, this is just part of your beautiful mind's way of you know, figuring life out. So the answer to this is going to be a bit shocking. Okay. I think he's pretty tickled by the question. The answer is yes to the first question. Is it here on earth? It is. But there's also a manufactured copy. And I am one of the ones who helped manufacture it because people are so astute at measuring the energy of an object. They call it the shelf life. It's the vibrational frequency of the object. This is how they determine how many millions of years old something is, right? Mm -hmm. okay. okay. So I had to ensure that it would pass the test. So I put my energy into it. But the original was in safekeeping. As you know, there are off-planet visitors on your planet. And yes. it is being kept safe by a group that I chose of off-planet visitors to keep it safe, to protect its purity. It is a very, very powerful artifact. The other objects in it are also very powerful. They also contain items that became valued at my crucifixion. I won't go into too much detail at this time, but eventually there will be a time where I will see it appropriate to reveal the contents. Naturally, if people hear this, some people are going to become obsessed with it 
and increase their, their efforts to find it, to possess it. That's why it's being hidden. So if they should find their way to the copy, to the, to the, the copy that I made, they can do what they want to it. And they can think they're as powerful as they want to be. Because many people, when it comes to the Ark, think that possessing it, they will get my power. Yeah. But safeguards are in place that that cannot happen. It would kill somebody instantly. So it is here on Earth. You, it is. Can you give me, like, give us an idea? Northern hemisphere, southern, dot, 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 you know. Southern hemisphere towards the east. It's not Ethiopia, is it? Can't be that specific. Well, I know you can't, but so it's southern. In a private setting, I might be able to give you more information. Perhaps in the future, you and Charlotte can get together and oh, have, wow. have one of your hilarious gab sessions, and I'll come through. Oh, that would be awesome. Thank you so it, much. It would be my treat to do that for you for all you've done for Charlotte. It was my pleasure on all levels. As for the other question, is it encompassed in gold? There are, there are several elements to it because of its um, energetic makeup. So there would be gold, but there is silver. There are other metals, woods. On the outside? or The outside is more plain than you would believe, than you would think. Okay. It's not a flashy item. It's the wooden box then. It, okay. it's, a, it's, a, it's a box that was um, co-created with a person who is, is very, speaking of my human self, a person who is very humble and not interested in flash. Oh, okay. So think of it that way, that it, that it might even seem dull. It might even just, to some people, maybe some people walk by it like it's an old trunk. Mm. Not very interesting. No. But to those sensitive enough, sensitive enough to the vibration, it would probably feel like a magnet to them. But I was very specific in the components that were used. I'm sorry? I, I was very specific in the components that were used. And if what you want to ask next is if it happened after my death took place, yes, it did. Okay. So it was created after my death. Thank you. Actually here on Earth. Where? And is it real? So yes, if that answers all your questions, do you have another? I'm good for now, but I'll be talking to you soon, I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you. Always a pleasure. Okay, Carrie's up next. How can I help you, dear? Hi, um, I have a dream interpretation question. Okay. And this is about my dog. I've had some recurring dreams about her one of them where she was drowning and I went to go save her. I pulled her out of the water by her collar. And then another one where we were playing in the water down in the deep, we were like able to breathe underwater or something and we were having fun. And then another dream where she was kind of running away, like she was sad. And so I wanted your take on maybe these recurring water dreams with her or like what she's feeling. There's been a lot going on in our house that could explain her being sad 
we lost our other dog that was her companion for a long time and she passed away last year but we got her another dog to play with so i'm wondering kind of how she's doing is she kind of acting like yeah it's a nice dog but it's not my dog is there um, a, a level of disinterest like hard, a little bit like i feel like she stares at the dog like why are you in my house a little bit when, when we first got the puppy wasn't like super super interested or excited about him but yeah they play together and they sleep together and i'm hoping she she likes them still I, I think she likes them but the problem is she was soulmates with the other dog oh. oh they were they were soul connected so they they've been together so many lifetimes in different oh. forms in, in many different oh. forms but they were always together and now this one left you know ahead and yeah. it's that you know something like ripping a piece of your soul off right oh. so she likes the dog Mm -hmm. and but instinct took took over the reason they're playing and sleeping together is that instinct is that they're pack animals yeah plus this dog's younger and she feels an instinct to care for it yeah so there's a instinct took took over there's not a problem there's just not the same level of connection as with the other dog oh that is that resonating yeah so so what about like the drowning dream yeah though, now let's she... get into the dream i just wanted okay. to tell you what i was getting just from the introduction okay. of these two like not you okay. you know what i mean so there's <laughs> nothing wrong everything's fine okay so this is um i feel let me see was the dog who passed away in in any of these dreams um not in the ones where she was drowning i don't i don't recall but i've dreamt of both of them together before okay but let's get back to you how's your throat feel sometimes i feel like it tightens up like it's what like it tightens up like it's tight Very you can't tight. really breathe or swallow mm -hmm. like somebody's pulling you by from the back of the neck by a collar like you're being choked mm, yeah yeah i yeah. guess so the dreams are about you they usually are if this oh. if this were something else i'd feel it but then normally this is a dream that is demonstrating how you're handling a situation but oh. it's not so much about the dogs i think they're lending their essence to it because you're so close to them mm -hmm. and and might easily get this message when there's a recurring dream it's what they do is they modify it slightly this is why you're having mm -hmm. successive dreams, but why they're different in each time, whether mm -hmm. it's a little or a lot different, depends on um, the the role of your subconscious is to throw up to you like here, take a look at this, deal with this, right? So this is and it doesn't have to be just about the dog that passed away, but this is about your emotions coming up. Oh. You heard me say earlier, a lot of old grief is coming up and a lot of emotion is coming up yeah. to be recognized blessed and released right yeah but with this i'll go i'll go specifically one by one with the drowning the one that where the dog was drowning saved her by pulling her up by the collar so yeah. what that reflects for you is that you were the one so immersed in emotion you couldn't get out of it you couldn't get out from under it uh -huh. i don't know if you had a significant change in your life whether it's where you live or who you're with or something like that but it yeah. is about that loyalty to self and that 
love because dogs are God. Um, they're always in the present. They're always loving. They're e they're quick to forgive. So that says to me that at some point you were immersed, literally, in mm -hmm. emotion, which is represented by mm -hmm. water. That's why you're having water dreams. It's all about your emotion. Um, okay. Um, all right. So then another uh, example that um, it, I call it a variation on a theme. You're again underwater, but now you're breathing with the dog and you're having fun. Yeah. So in this case, you're immersed in emotion, but it's pleasant. Mm-hmm. So you're going from what sounds like a low to a high, but you're still in the mm -hmm. water. You're just mm -hmm. you're just seeing it differently, having a different experience with it, right? Mm -hmm. And the other, um, the dog's running away. Was is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. And there was sadness. Uh, yeah. That, like, why that could me? be about the other dog leaving, or the potential oh. for this dog to leave. Oh. But you're definitely going through like an. Uh, yeah, let me say it this way: an emotional landscape transformation. Okay. Does that resonate? Does that help? It does. I've been in and out of a very low blue. I felt very like blue and depressed for a really long time. And I finally feel like I've come out of it. And then sometimes I kind of go back and forth. And like you were talking about earlier, like sometimes those old situations, I, I, today I feel it still from, from a long time ago. I feel it today. Yeah. The hurt. And yeah. so I'm trying to just notice that it's there, but kind of not feel it anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying, I'm trying to work on that. Allow yourself to feel it. There's a, there's a thing I found one day years ago, as I was waking up and I do my floating thing. Everybody knows that floating between consciousness. But then as the ego wakes up, it starts reminding of mining it starts reminding you of what's happening in your life and how you feel about it, right? Mm. And so I was dealing with a similar situation of, of dealing with emotion. But I found, since I was still lying on my bed, I thought, why don't I just float here like I'm in a pool? Instead of saying, oh, here comes the anger or here comes the sadness, I said, let me just do this. So I did that and I visualized myself in a pool floating in a pool full of anger. Mm. And it's just emotion. It's energy in motion right? So it, how bad can it hurt you? I think it hurts more when you resist it. So I did that. And I was so amazed by how quickly it passed. Mm. And then there were several rounds of that. But I sat up like, wow, that was the fastest I've ever. Um, what's the word I want to use? You know how there's oil refineries and they, you know, you see the flame and then they, they mm -hmm. pump the oil in and they burn out the impurities. Mm -hmm. It's like refining the emotion so that it is benign and no longer threatening and painful. So that would be a good suggestion. Journaling, all the other things, you know, I, I mm -hmm. encourage journaling, looking at it, writing yourself a letter, write a letter to your higher self. Do that um, Mother Mary's videos on YouTube where you change your story, write your story, and then change it. There's links to that on, on her page on my website if you want to go directly to it. There's um, quite a bit you can do, but this is completely indicative of your journey with that emotional landscape. Um, As you prepare to go into the 5D, this is, this is a process of all of us putting our suitcases and our, and our baggage down once and for all. Mm -hmm. We've had a few years to, to gear up, but 
for those who didn't or for those who avoided, it, it has to be done in order for us to, to live in the new age. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. You good? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. You're very welcome. All right. Up next, we have Casey. Hello, Casey. What can I do for you? Where is Casey? Oh, hi. Oh, there you are. Yes, thank you. Well, I wasn't expecting to go this soon. Um, so nice to see you again. You too. Uh, thank you. I'm not sure actually now to ask about um, where I'm at with my health journey. I'm very frustrated and anyway, I don't know if I'm really making any progress and what to do. Or if I should ask about my relationship with my sister. Let's go with the sister first. Good. Yes. Um, do you see her ever coming around and realizing what her husband has done? And you know, come back to like the relationship we used to have and also possibly come here for a visit and to help me with this, this department. Okay. Thank you. I'll get into her head for a minute. Awesome. She's angry. She's also confused and in denial. But the anger is fueling the denial. It's just like, she's like, I can't. And like putting up a blinder, turning, you know, turning a blind eye. I can't look at this. I can't deal with it. I can't face it. There's, and there's, it's not just one thing. It's multiple things that she can't face. And it's just easier to let life go on as it should, so to speak. But she's not happy with that either. She's not happy all around. She's just not. And she's not happy with him. He's he's a real piece of work. Yeah, I know. He's he's a bastard. Yeah. Yeah. So, but she thinks this is her lot in life. She's not gonna pick up and, you know, pull up roots and, and change her life into that's very unlikely. Yeah. What I think is happening for her is kind of like an avalanche of more than obvious clues and statements telling her that what she, what she needs to do in her life telling her you know who who is really loyal to her but she just feels stuck in this so for the rest of the year see yeah. what happens for her to process Make sure you're there for her. Well, she won't open up to me because she knows how I feel about him. And anytime she thinks I'm breathing anything towards, you know, I'm going to say anything about him. If he, I hear him in the background, I might say, what's going on? She puts up a wall and an attitude yeah. and, you know, can hear it in her voice and so defensive and so protective of him. Because she's she's devastatingly embarrassed, yeah, 
for this choice. Oh my God. That she has to hide it. You know too much in her eyes. However, whatever happens, should she come to you, don't say anything about him. Be the receiver. Oh, yeah. Hold space. Let her speak. You don't even have to offer an opinion. For As for any advice, there's going to have to be a lot of, like, a come-to-reality moment. But don't tell her what to do. Ask in the form of questions. What do you think you should do? What can you do? Is it a financial thing where she maybe she just doesn't have the money to get out? Because it takes money to get out. I know, but... He's so controlling. He probably controls all the money, too. I don't know. He's slick. Yeah, very slick. Yuck. She was in a hospital a few years ago. She had this terrible accident. She was in a coma. She fell off a brick wall and hit her head. It's a miracle that she survived and is not like really disabled from it. Yeah. So um, he wouldn't let me come. Well, I could have come, but I couldn't stay at the house and I'd be at my own. I'd have to rent a, a hotel room and rent a car and all that. Meanwhile, I helped him get codes to the bank account so he could set up disability. And I'm so sorry I did that. I should have held it over his head and say, when I'm out there, you arrange for me to be there and stay there, and then I'll help you with this. Of course, that would have been a nightmare being out there dealing with him. But, you know, I was, was dealing with him long, long distance, and he wanted my advice and the sounding board as she's going through this. She was in the hospital a few months. She was in this coma. But he tried to keep me from talking to her doctor and getting information directly. Yeah. He called me and told me stuff when he wanted and when he wanted my input. But meanwhile, I'm sure he told her a bill of goods. He said stuff about her friends and kept her friends from coming. Yeah. And at one point he said he didn't like the way she was behaving. And he said something like, if that's the way she's going to be when she's out of here, I'm done. I'm gone. And I know he said that to a friend of hers. And then he would say, oh, God, I can't let so-and-so come. I can't let her tell her because he'd be drunk. All, all the time, pretty much. and then, But he would remember him loose lips, but then he'd remember what he said and oh, he has to backtrack and, and fix that. Oh, he's a classic narcissist manipulator. Yes, yes. And control freak and divide and conquer and, all, and it never, it will never end. He's hardwired to be that way, however. And then he told her a bill of goods about how um, it was so hard on him when she was in the hospital and he was devastated in a mess and I was horrible to him and mean and blah, blah, blah. So I tried to tell her my side of the story. She wouldn't hear it. She kept yelling at me and interrupting me and said, I heard it. I heard it. You don't know what he went through and yada, 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 and this and that and the other. And she wouldn't let me tell my story. And she kept saying, I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. And didn't want to hear. Is she older than you? No, she's younger. She's younger. Okay. So in a case like that, with a person like that, especially with false accusations and they lie about you and vilify you to get, you know, keep that divide intact. Yeah. He cannot afford to let you get through to her. I know. So, and, and I'm funny how the word afford came up so strongly when I'm also saying he's controlling the money. See what I'm saying? There's something about money here. 
but he can't afford to let you get through to her because she'll talk sense and you'll talk sense into her, right? But don't forget what's being said. You're looking at the micro situation. Pull back and look at it in the macro. Don't look at it under a microscope. Look at it through God's eyes or Jesus's eyes. Because we're all going through shifts. And especially this year, the last transmission Mother Mary made in January was that, no, December, was that nobody can hide anymore. Whether you're hiding your shadow or hiding your light. You can't hide anymore. Everybody's exposed truly for who they are. And that's not judgment. It's not good or bad. But it's about truth. The truth of who you are. Right? And so for those who are kind of holding themselves back because they're afraid to take a leap, then you're not going to be able to hold yourself back anymore because that light within you will, will shine so brightly you can't help it. Conversely, with this guy and people like him, it, it'll all come to light. It'll just be up to her what she wants to do. And that's her choice. And you have to be okay with it. But if you look at it from the macro. Everybody's being shifted. We've got everything coming to light. We've got this new consciousness. How will this relationship survive in a 5D consciousness? Is the question. Because in 3D, it's fine. Because 3D. Has all that masculine, patriarchal power, greed, all those masculine components that he's exhibiting. Yeah. What's he going to do with so much feminine energy? He's not going to know what to do. Make sense? Oh, yes. Well, you know, I've heard things that there's just going to be a splitting of the earth. Or maybe that's not really true. But if some people will go into 5D and some people will stay in 3D. And I was thinking, okay, well, this, she's going to be, you're not going to move. She's going to be staying in 3D with him. Or is that? There was also the strong statement made in January 2020 by Mother Mary. It was, it was a little ominous that if you refuse to, to ascend consciously at this time, you will either be shifted or shifted on. Hmm. Can't get away with a lot of stuff. And there's people that you're going to see on TV trying to get away with stuff. Not getting away with anything now. And so a lot of people are being shifted. So I wonder if he's one of the ones who will either be shifted, or your sister will be shifted, or if he will be shifted on. Meaning, welcomed home <laughs> from the planet. You know what I mean? Oh. So you never know. I would sit back and wait. I'm also curious to know if she has a life insurance policy on him. Well, probably not. That's what I'm thinking. Probably not. And she probably should. Yeah. Not to be all doom and gloom, but I like to be strategic. Especially in a situation like that. When he's got her mind so twisted. So twisted that you can he can make up lies about you and she doesn't want to hear your side of it. Yeah. And she doesn't because it makes her feel torn and she doesn't like to feel that way. So easier to keep the peace by shutting you out than to invite the chaos by letting you in. Mm. See what I mean? Yes. Because you're no piece of fluff either. You'll speak your mind. Oh, yeah. 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 It feels complete with that subject. You want to move on to your health? Okay. All right. Let's do that real quick. What's going on? 
health-wise that you're frustrated? Well, I've been at this a long time, and I don't, you know, I'm I don't know that I'm getting better. It feels like more and more things are popping up, and I'm just frustrated. I want to be done with it and be able to move on with my life. And um, is know. this something that came up and it's lingering, or you can't get rid of? What are we talking here? Chronic, and then more things seem to be happening. I just feel like I'm degenerating all over the place. Well, we all are. You know, we're we're all getting older. You know, I'm only 55, but I'm feeling like creaky bones and weird body changes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's <laughs> just a matter of you know, like I like I said with Eden, matter of acceptance. We'll, we'll probably do more to alleviate symptoms or the pain than the frustration of, I need my body to be perfect for the rest of my life. But let's take a look. It feels like this is just normal, you know, wear and tear. Normal wear and tear on a body, living a life, and it feels like you just feel very inconvenienced by it. Like, does that make sense? Like, you just get mad that you have to deal with it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel the same way about a few things, <laughs> you know? I don't want to deal with it. I don't want it in my existence. I don't want the experience. I think it's more than that, though. Yeah? What do you think it is? Different symptoms and... Things I just like not healing. I feel like there's some kind of a block that um Oh, okay. By all kinds of different sessions and that you can't pinpoint on my own and it's like all I right. I think it's happening. I don't right. know what I'm supposed to do. That's good input. So let me go in again and look for some blocks. Okay, we're going into subconscious. Oh yeah. Okay, going into inner child. Now the unconscious. Okay, here here's what it is. It was unconscious. And what it was, was see how you gave up your career to take care of your loved ones? For so long, this yeah. is your way of punishing yourself. <laughs> but you were doing it unconsciously. I know we talked at length about this. You, you gave up your entire life to care for your, your loved ones. But unconsciously, we can put some things in place that are pretty tough. That's where this was coming from. But I just um, was given permission to remove it. Wow. You see, see the technique I just told everybody about? I did a miniature version of that for the health. Called an ultra clearing. So let's see if you don't start to loosen up and lighten up a bit. I feel like a, an expansion around, you know, my uh, solar plexus area, I guess. Mm -hmm. Later Keep noticing what happens. Hydrate. Take good care of yourself. But most of all, repeat to yourself over and over. 
I'm, I don't deserve punishment for being loving. Come up with some mantras, positive. I'm going to move forward from this. It was what it was. It was my honor to be of service. Yes. But it doesn't mean I should be punished for it. Right. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. So, love you. Love I love you too. Thank you. All right, so we have Dory up next. Hi, Dory. Uh, what's your question? How can I help you today? Charlotte, my question is, what can you tell me about my career, money, and happiness? Career, money, and happiness. Happiness with regards to career and money? Yes. Okay. So they're all related. Yes, like being in alignment, doing what I love, and thriving financially. Are you... Hmm. Are you are you experiencing cycles of like hard to get things off the ground, not finding what you want, dissatisfaction? What tell you tell me? You give me the adjectives. Um. Yes, you basically hit it on the nail. Um, I would like to do things that make me very happy. Um, and I I've been finding little jobs just to stay afloat financially, but I'm not bringing in that much money. And happiness to me is the best currency. Um, there are things I want to do creatively, artistically, musically, but, um, you know, like I'm getting my own way. Yeah, you are in your own way. Was that why you were at the crystal shop today? Looking, That's looking one of the reasons remedy? I felt like I needed the pendulum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So you're new. So here's how we work things here. Um, part of what I do, especially with a question like this, I'm going to go into your heart center first and see what I can find. What happens is that energies present themselves to me in priority order as to what is blocking you. Okay. So I'm going to go in and just picture looking at you like through an x-ray machine. And sometimes the energies are color coded and tells me where it started from which chakra. I'm assuming you know about the chakras, right? You have to unmute so you can respond to it. As Sorry, no, I meant to. I meant to. Um, yes, and here's the funny thing. I spent a certain amount and I got a free gift and the free gift was a little chakra set of crystals. So yes, I do know about chakras. And it's funny because I just picked up chakras at the store. Okay, so that's where we're going. All right. Okay. This, okay. Is your, this is your chakra clearing day, dear. All right, so let me see if there's anything else I want to prepare you for. I think I can just go ahead and you'll know what I'm doing. I don't, I don't think you're so new to this that you'll be confused or disoriented. But I'm going to go into this, the heart center first. Then we're going to see if there's anything else. And picture an invisible Charlotte hand reaching in, gathering up the energy. And then I remove it very gently because it's a very delicate, sensitive area. And I hand it to Mother Mary, who's with us. I'm surrounded by everybody on my team, everyone that I mentioned. Uh, in the store today and I just hand it to her and she dissolves it just know that as you're moving forward as it may come to light you're going to start having revelations as to what needs to be done differently as opposed to what what you keep doing that's the same that seems positive and productive but there might be something about it that you're not opening opening yourself up to completely unexpected experiences does that make sense it makes perfect sense i'm loving you for this i'm are so you, happy to see my smile are, right now so are you a bit controlling as to it has to be this way 
Yes. Okay. There's there's the major block that supports the blocks I'm going to find. So you set okay. up this hallway of a structure, and it doesn't give you any wiggle room to go left or right. And so when we're so specific, it's basically a form of perfectionism. And perfectionism blocks the flow of joy. When everything has to be a certain way or you don't feel safe unless it is a certain way. This is the pattern you're going to find yourself stuck in. Make sense so far? Every, everything makes sense. Let's go in. Okay, so I'm going heart center first. And I'll go, I'll go wherever I'm guided to go. So you've got the you've got this tug um, tug of war going on. So there's a push pull, and what happens is you're you're reaching for something, but you're afraid of it. So you want it, you desire it, but you block it, right? So it creates a push and pull, and it creates um it creates uh like not false alarms, but false miracles. Meaning you'll find a job or an opportunity and be like, oh, this is what I've been looking for, and then it falls flat. Does that make sense? Yeah. A little bit, not so much. No, it did. I think when you used the example of a particular job, that was maybe not because what I want to do is not what I'm doing right now. If that makes sense. Okay. But no, but yeah, that, everything else is spot on. Everything else is spot on. But that's that's my you know that's my illustration of how we want something and then we're when we're afraid of it, it's because of a worthiness issue. And so even though in our minds we we make it look in the mirror and say, you know what. You're pretty cool. You're put together really well. You're smart. You're talented. You, you've got intuition. You're, you're empathic. You've got all these great qualities. So what's wrong? What's the problem, right? Mm -hmm. And it's sometimes deep down, if you feel that as a child, that um, something was not instilled in you or what have you, then it creates a worthiness issue. You could have been born with it. You could have brought it to work on. You know, this is homework from a past life kind of thing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. All right. So let me go get the push pole and let me start taking these out. And as I do, something else will come up behind it. Okay, got that. Worthiness. You may or may not feel any, any of what I'm doing. Okay. All right. Now I'm getting to perfectionism. Do you understand what I mean by perfectionism? Yes, 100%. Everything okay. you're saying is spot on. Cool. All right, I'm going to go deep. So this is pretty embedded, and it's going to be embedded from the sixth chakra down to the first. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so if I reach into the heart center, it'll be a picture of a string of pearls, one in each chakra. And I'm just going to pull it out very gently. I need you to come back at me with this answer. Good, that's out. But even when it comes to, look, I'm in your third eye. Even when it comes to messages, miracles, you know, all that fun stuff, that you have preferences for how it arrives. I'll say it gently that way. Does that make sense? Yes. I, I am loath to be rude or insult anyone. But what I'm feeling is a lot stronger than the way I described it, if that makes sense, and if you can see the look on my face. Okay. Those preferences are pretty strong. So you got to just like, you know, let it all hang out. Like, hang, like when you're at the beach, you know, like just be open to everything. Be open to everything and not, not so specific. Oh, the specifics. 
that's what I said to you, didn't I? Mm -hmm. Don't be so specific in how you want to receive. Be open to it happening in a way you wouldn't expect and far, far greater than you can imagine. Make sense? Mm -hmm. That's important. That's important. That's something you want to really, um, really work on. Let me see what else I can find. Now you want to work in music, you said? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to do an alignment real quick. I'm just going to pull everything together. Archangel Metatron is here. Hang on. Do you walk a lot? Do you walk in nature or, or around town? Uh, not a lot. I've been meaning to, and there's a park by my house that's beautiful and it is in nature. And I do, I, I've recently been there a little bit, but I've been meaning to just walk a little bit more. Okay. Metatron saying walk around. You got to get up and walk around and, and go ahead, Metatron. He says, yeah, hi. <laughs> Rather casual. Thank you for allowing me to jump in. I wanted to uh, participate a, a little bit, especially with this one for you, beloved one. And what I was saying to Shar is that you want to get up and walk around. You want to get to that, that grounded feeling because you connect so well with mother earth. I know you connect very, really well at the beach, but you've got that, You've got that down to a science. What that park would be good. You can even look for even uh, more options. But walking around, communing with nature, really getting in touch with Gaia, with the Divine Mother Presence. Feminine energy is what you need right now, especially to help you along with the music. There are opportunities coming, but it's a matter of just refining your energy a bit and getting a little more grounded. You, you tend to go more into the upper realms of thought and feeling, but you need to be grounded while you do that to, to strike a balance. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. And so Charlotte's going to do an alignment. We're also going to do a little bit of work on you, and we look forward to uh, interacting with you again in the future. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's all seven chakras. I'm going to go for the moon chakra, too, since he mentioned divine feminine energy so if you're if if you have a lot of masculine energy and you like to push and you like to coordinate and plan and design like i do you know that's a more masculine quality that's the doer then Mm -hmm. bringing in the feminine will help balance that out so going for the moon chakra which is at the base of the skull and it relates to the moon and it allows you to pull in those feminine qualities from the moon as opposed to the masculine qualities from the sun during the day. And then we, they, they balance each other out. I'm going to do that. Yes. Anything you recommend. Mm-hmm. What's that word? I'm not particular. I'm not specific. <laughs> okay. You're not being specific right now. <laughs> Thank you I'm so open. much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boom. Got it. All right. You're all sparkly now. Thank you. I feel sparkly. You feel sparkly? Yes. Yeah, you're sparkly. There's something else he wants me to teach you, and I'm pretty sure that everybody knows about this, but it might be a good reminder. It's called um, increasing your light quotient. I know uh, several of us do this on a regular basis. This is something you could do uh, on a daily basis. You can even do it multiple times if you wish, Dory. So you Mm -hmm. want me to, can I teach you this real quick? Yes, please. It's It's a little visualization. And it's called light quotient, kind of like intelligence quotient, right? And so picture a light bulb above your head, and it's got a certain wattage. 
yours is quite bright, but we can make it brighter. And when we do, it gets bigger and bigger. It cleanses the aura. It expands your energy field and it lets more light in. Okay. So there's real benefits to this. If you're mm-hmm. clairvoyant at all, after doing things like this, you can probably start to see your aura in the mirror. Okay. So what you do is you close your eyes and anybody can join in with this if you want to just go along with the exercise. So you close your eyes and you want to visualize a silhouette of yourself. And you want to see the silhouette as empty and fillable because you're going to fill it now. And you're going to fill it with bubbles, kind of like carbonation or champagne bubbles, millions and millions of tiny bubbles, starting with your feet. So go down to your feet in your field of vision and see bubbles filling up from the toes up to the ankle and watch it keep filling up to the calves and it continues to rise millions and millions of bubbles tiny bubbles past the knees into the thighs and past the hips into the abdomen and the torso see it now arriving in the fingertips coming up to the wrist And now everything, if you want it to be even, is catching up into the solar plexus, the upper chest, throat. Now, when it gets to the top of your head, you'll pause for a second. And now we're going to go back down to the feet. And you're going to visualize that every single one of those tiny bubbles is bursting into a flame. And so we watch each one burst into a flame and it's catching and it goes the same process from the feet all the way up to the top of the head. And when it gets to the top of the the head, you're going to say, I raise my light quotient by 50%. As I progressed, I started to see like a, a flash of light or like a sonic boom, like a like a blast of light. If you want, if you want to follow that, you can. But you're going to do this every day, so tomorrow it's going to be a hundred percent. Then the next day it'll be a hundred and fifty percent. So you're going to increase it every time you do it by fifty percent. And that's a good start. That's a compliment. That's what Metatron gave you to use is fifty percent. Meaning most people start out at sixteen or fifteen or, or twenty, twenty five. That's a pretty cool, that's a pretty cool story. Oh, thank you. It's a compliment from, an, an indirect compliment, but I know him, I know him well enough. All right. Can I just say something before we conclude? Absolutely. So, uh, since you all know I met her today at a crystal store, I had this yearning, I've never been there, it was my first time, and I really wanted to get a tiny portable um, um, pendulum. That's why I went there, and luckily I found it. Um, and guess what kind of pendulum it was? What kind? I'll answer for you. It was a Merkaba. It was a Merkaba. A crystal clear quartz Merkaba. And I know um, Metatron is with the Merkabas, right? Yes. And I've never communicated with him. I've never communicated with him ever. So it was really cool that he came through. And I've been <laughs> trying to learn the Merkaba meditation. I've been really trying to learn it. Um, so I've known of him and I'm really excited that he came through. I've never communicated <laughs> with him before. So thank you for that. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now I now Thank I understand you. why he because he gets like this like let me in there you know <laughs> Thank you He's on my team and and uh, he's he's super awesome Yeah That's great Thank you for sharing that All right Let's check the lineup 
I'm glad that was helpful to you. All right, Tanya, you're up. What's going on? How can I help? All right. Well, I have two questions. One, I think I already know the answer for, um, but the first one is regarding my health. Um, is that I have a type of epilepsy and I have been having way more than usual seizures, like way more often and way more migraines in the past month or so. And I I'm trying to figure out, yeah, I know some changes that I've done, but I'm trying to figure out, is there something spiritually related, like maybe like you said, like energy purging, um, electrical, something going on that I can possibly do to help with this. And it also relates to what other people asked you and what you mentioned with them, like accepting, but you know, I've, I've lived with this for 10, 11 years and it's frustrating. Like, especially like, I worry that now that I'm driving more, like, I don't want something like this to continue interfering. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what you might get from something I might need to know. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting that you're, you, this is especially difficult on you physically. Yeah. Some of us are, are, it's, it's more strenuous mentally or emotionally, but for you, it's physical. Right. And I think it's all three. But because you have this condition, it gets triggered more easily by what's happening. Does that make sense? Like what's happening globally or kind of what's happening with me and all the changes? Well, there's there's global and there's individual. There's collective and there's individual, you know, but we're all part of the collective. So there's a big swell going on. and energy's coming and just all this stuff for instance i'll use an example i have um psoriasis the skin condition and from all this stress from all the different things going on energet energetically it triggered the psoriasis so it is happening for me on a physical level just with a different condition that's present and so i think what it is is it's a it's a it's an alert signal that tells you to go deeper into stillness. It's kind of like go below the surface of, of the, the, the river that you're swimming in. Picture swimming down a river. This is a time to go deep into the stillness while still remaining active in moving through the flow. You don't have to float. You don't have to swim like you're swimming in a, a competition. But drop down. This is what I'm feeling. Whole body. is It's, it's a need, an alert to drop down into stillness more frequently to maintain some kind of equilibrium and I'm going to hand it over to them. Does that make sense at all? Yes and no. When you say drop down into stillness, are you, are you saying like physically or mentally? Well, it's a combination, mental, emotional, physical, mind, body, spirit, connecting to the silence within where there's all knowing. That makes sense? Uh, yeah. Connecting does. to the divine. Let me just throw out different phrases for everybody to latch on to. Connecting to the divine, meditation, um, shedding, uh, the stress of the day, coming to the Holy Trinity guided meditations is helpful, but also just reminding yourself that, that 
to connect to that stillness within no matter what. But I'm going to hand it over to them because I'm sure their answer is a lot bigger than mine, right? Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mother Mary steps forward. Hello, beloved one. It is wonderful to speak with you once again. Indeed, stillness is an important component in uh, maintaining your physicality and your, your experience on the planet. But I would also emphasize that you must consider taking into your conscious awareness that you are wholly loved. And when you have these episodes, it becomes difficult to connect with that. Does that make sense? Does that resonate with you? It really resonates because it links to my other question and how I'm feeling emotionally. It's often difficult, this feeling that you're being punished because a part of you knows that it's not true. But that other part of you that is looking and seeking for something to hold responsible. It is a form of blame, but it's about holding, holding some part of you responsible for this aspect of your experience. But there's another part of you, kind of like those picture that little devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other. It's a little angel that says, no, you are cherished, you are loved deeply and endlessly. This is what you're working on through these physical conditions. Now, as you continue through the year, through the end of the year, there will be shifts for you too, because everyone gets what they need this year. And that's what you need. And then you may see a decrease in these episodes of, with the seizures being overwhelming to the system and the migraines being pulling you down, stopping you in your tracks. holding you hostage. And I will leave it at that, beloved. Thank I, th I think she's I think she's leaving it at that because it might get too personal for public consumption. And we don't want to do that, you know. Either way, it still really helps and it it, it kind of leads into my other question is that I, I recently left a relationship and it's kind of how I've been feeling is that this is the third relationship. Well, pretty much all of my relationships, this being the third one, have been with someone with an addiction. And I don't understand, you know, why I, I kind of know why. And I'm, I'm working on that personally, but I'm really wanting to stop that pattern and I'm kind of wondering, you know, he's doing all this work to try and improve and get me back, but I don't know if he's really just trying to manipulate me um, or if I should trust him and kind of see that maybe we will get back together. So like, I'm really feeling in the middle, like really torn of like, I kind of have a solid understanding of what I know I need to do and what I should do. Right. But I've had, I keep questioning myself of, well, I don't, I don't know, because like, I kind of feel like I was taken advantage of and I worry about having that happen again, but it all kind of does relate back to 
kind of feeling like, was I really loved, like in a true way? And so there's just all these things going on and maybe it all is overwhelming me. Let's get into the pattern. Because a part of you is seeking an opportunity that being with a person with an addiction provides. Yes, so you're I, getting something out of it. Yes, and I, I know of that now, which I'm working on. Do you know the dynamic that maybe not that you're looking for consciously? I think it's a lot of unconscious and subconscious at play. But consciously, we have little clues and that level of self-awareness that says, I understand the situation I'm in. Just don't understand how I got here again. Does that make sense? Like, it wait does. a second. This is the third time. Yeah, this is the th this is the That's third time. Like well, the first time. the first one I didn't really know of until afterwards. Right. What was going on, and then the second one, I found out, and I kept saying, "Okay, well, he says it's going to get better. He says it's going to get better," and then things just kept getting worse, and it's just like, you know exponential throughout the time and so and then this one he kept hiding things and then when I kept asking him about it he would just turn his back to me and change the subject and pretend like nothing happened until I finally called him out on it several times and then said if if that's how it's going to be then I'm I'm leaving I'm done and I just I really literally just walked out yeah hiding things is not the behavior of a person working to improve themselves No. It's it's necessary that you left. For you and for him. And I can see that now because he's actually seeking help and making improvements. Yeah. I just I'm I'm worried about telling him I know I I know I need to tell him that we're not going to continue. Yeah. I'm just afraid Oh, you don't want to pull the rug out from under his feet by removing the hope that he can get you back. Yeah, and then that's kind of my thing is that I always want to help people and show them love and care, and right. I hate hurting people. That's how you get into this situation. <laughs> yes, because it's more about them than it is you. So, so what your heart's looking for, your mind might be saying something else, but when you go to get into a relationship, what your heart's really saying is, "I need someone to take care of and fix. I need to prove how strong I am." By putting up with a situation like this. How do I find such a situation? I must lower myself. Because I can't feel all high and mighty. Next to that person. My, the love has to be equal. So that's where you put the blinders on. Or lower your, your standards. Right? But you're looking for someone to fix. Because there's part of you that needs fixing. And that's what you think. Even though. Even if you don't think that. It has to be there or you wouldn't be attracting the situation. So it's a matter of finding the magnet and wrapping it in love so that you're offering yourself everything you're offering everybody else. Not difficult to explain, but it can be difficult in the execution. As far as the struggle of not telling him you're not coming back, that's up to you to trust your intuition and that of his higher self. When it's time to say that, 
is it time to say it when he's in a fragile early stage of this uh, rearrangement of his consciousness and habits and behaviors? It's up to you. Thank you, Eden. But don't make it your responsibility because that keeps you in the situation. See what I'm saying? But I feel like I need to tell him soon because I just I don't want to be in this situation anymore. Right. I really, I really just want to be done. Right. But part of me still does want to be in the situation of feeling. I think that's the thing you know, kind of helping to speak this out with you is that I, I do look for someone who is kind of questioning how much they love themselves as well. And that's the thing that I'm, I'm super strong hearted and strong willed, but I don't, I don't think I really give myself the love that I need. Yeah. Yeah. A situation like that makes you feel pur purposeful. It also in my in my experience, what I felt was I was doing God's work. That's how I painted it. That I was helping that person for God. That's kind and of how I felt. Like to I, make I, it lofty. Yeah, like I'm so spiritual and can help. Look at him. me. <laughs> Look how strong I am. Look how spiritual I am. Look at all this about me. So why is it that a, a person with these types of struggles feels so right? Because it feels right. On some level, you resonate. It's your need to fix and his need to be fixed. It's a powerful combination. <laughs> yes, it is. And it will keep you in that situation for years. And you will suffer. Well, I'm ready to be done. <laughs> but you're okay. Well, you seem to be turning a corner and you're at that pivotal moment. Do you want purpose or do you want love? In its true form, a holy relationship, a qualified partner. Not a special relationship wrapped in ego and false purpose. Your purpose is to love and be loved. We're not here to fix people. We're here to be of service to them. But they are not our responsibilities. Now you're feeling, you're at the exit. And energetically you feel it. You got what you needed. You got this shift that said, this isn't good enough for me anymore. This isn't right. It doesn't feel right. Now you're feeling the, the resonance and the ascension of your vibrational frequency. And it's no longer matching his. And that is a miracle. So you got your miracle. You just have to follow through and thread the needle kind of thing. I keep seeing the needle being threaded. Thread the needle. Don't be afraid of it. Because the needle, I think if it, we're given this reference, because you can see a needle one of two ways. You can use it to hurt or you can use it to, to stitch and heal. And it's time for you to heal from whatever puts you in these situations to learn about yourself. These situations are the perfect mirror. They always are. But if you were to accept the healing that comes with this moving forward, you can then ask for that qualified partner, that holy relationship. And a whole new experience. Maybe it's baby steps. I don't know. You just have to be open and willing and to put that one foot in front of the other and step on that path and say yes to it. This is what I truly want. Because it's not working out the way I'm handling this. I need to find a new approach, a new method. And you need to find that part of you 
that says, this feels right now, stick to it. You commit to yourself. Make sense? So much of this is making sense. And yeah, I I really, really needed to hear all that because you know things that I've been reading and thinking of, but questioning and I I need to I need to stop questioning what I feel that I deserve and need. Yeah. Thank you, Charlotte. You're welcome, sweetheart. We'll talk more later at some point. Okay. All right. For now you've got this. I'm glad I'm glad you're out. Okay. Ooh. Thank Su- you. Success story. I love it. Assess a success story in the making is what I'm observing. Okay. Uh, Adela, did you have a question you wanted to ask? Uh yeah, I did. Okay. Thank you. Um basically uh probably have talked to you about this before, but I have this um chronic kind of prolonged twisting of my pelvis so that it is moving around and I'm trying different modalities of treatment. Um, You know, I used to be a long distance runner and that's, I haven't run in years because of this. And it's really like um, affected. I can now feel it when it goes out and it, and I feel out of alignment and then it also affects how I walk. If I get too active, it can spark up. And I've just started um, this new modality of treatment. And I'm just, I'm just wondering like, what is this? Like, why can't this, I, I've been working on this for years and I'm feeling like every time I feel, okay, this is great. I'm going to make progress. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, not. And then I try something else and same thing. And so um, I just want to understand what's going on with this. Like what is, what am I, what am I not learning that I should be learning? Right. I need you to help me visualize, visualize this correctly. Okay. You're describing a twisted pelvis. Is that to say that the right, the right side of like the right hip is going forward and the left is pushing back? It, it changes, actually. It shifts around. So sometimes the right is going forward, and then the left goes back. Sometimes the left goes, and then I can realign this, and then the, the left goes back. And so it just, it's like moving. <laughs> Do either one of your hips dislocate? No. Okay, good. We can rule that out. This is a powerful... statement by the body this is a powerful statement like as if i'm not walking i'm not truly walking in alignment i'm not but but what it is is um at at on the certain like at the the basis or the surface of it the first thing that i felt when you described it was fear of the past and fear of the future Whatever, whichever one you're in, that's the side that goes forward or backwards. And so as you learn to balance in your mind and your emotions, I think the body will follow suit. It may, may take maintenance. I don't know that you'll run again. 
but it's this um a lot of clients you know even though i'm talking to them on the phone or on zoom when i when i look at the physical body i can tell when the hips are uneven sometimes one goes up and one goes down and it affects your gait and the length of your legs and all that this is this is a synonymous scenario of past and future and sometimes both i want to say but i think it's something i can help with but in in two ways in tandem working with you on the on the the higher realms the emotional mental spiritual soul level to achieve results in the physical but that's something i would want to do privately okay yeah so it's not just a matter of finding the right physical modality no i think that's important because you need the help it's manifested and you honestly don't think i'm going to run again because i think with something like that it makes you i don't know i'm not a doctor you know what i mean but in my my feeling and my perception of it i think those parts need to be in really good working condition if you can get to the point where you are balanced then yes i know i'll never run again <laughs> my hip does dislocate and so i can't trust it when I hear that clicking sound, I know it's about to happen in a day or so, that kind of thing. So I don't want to give you any false hope of saying you'll be running marathons. This needs to be fixed. But I think the way to fix it is a combination of mind, body, spirit. And deep, deep work. That makes sense? Yeah. Okay. All right. I look forward to talking to you about it more in the future. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Kathy? Oh, hello. It's been a long time. Hello. I, too, met you today. <laughs> you what? So I said, I also met you. That's right. Today. We did. First, we did. First time. What, I'm so glad you're the, here. Oh, same here. I will be doing it more frequently, for sure. Okay. Um, How do you like it so far? I love it. I'm, I'm enjoying uh, with Metatron listening the advice and um, it helped me come up with a second question. I had one. And then I said, Oh, yeah, my feet. I have had uh, numerous problems with, like, my foot will be fine. And then all of a sudden in the evening, it'll turn bright red in different areas and be so itchy. Or uh, other other parts, like it'll bounce around from the toe to the arch to the heel. A lot of times to the heel, or it'll get very dry. Uh, I've been I had athlete's foot a number of years ago, uh, and it, that's like a a battle once you know once in a while. But it's more of the the redness and itching that like oh. So I'll put alcohol, I'll put that, uh, I was ready to say put tinnitus on it. That wouldn't work, would it? <laughs> uh, tinnitus wouldn't, yeah, that'd be, <laughs> I would like to see what resulted from that, but I think you meant a tincture. <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny having But tinnitus a, on the feet, that's, that's yeah, something that, 
that's or that would be a, a great feat <laughs> to get that on there anyway you got an ear sticking out of your foot what yeah right exactly okay so i'm thinking chakra block mm -hmm. i'm thinking energy's trying to move its way out of the body and get stuck might be a good first approach but let me go in and see if i can't get that cleared out is it are they red now Wait, I got of course they won't be. That's because the doctors, the doctors here. Okay. And I did I did spray them about an hour and a half ago. Okay. Flip. All right. Well, I'm going to start around the hip area and work my way down. I'm going to grab up any energy I can and make sure that there is a proper release valve at the at the bottoms of your feet. Okay. okay. All right, here we go. Let me do that first. Yeah, that's looking like a cork. Got it. Okay, Mother Mary's assisting. All right, now I'm already feeling a gushing of energy coming out, so we're going to push that along. Mary Magdalene's here. Okay, she's at your back. She's got her hands on your back, both hands. Moving energies around, and here I go with the, I'm going to pull the energy through. And if any, if at any point you feel any kind of pain, let me know. Okay. So far, so good. Okay. Okay, and I'm going to go from the top of your head and push energy through to make sure it works. I think it comes from um, moving forward and uh, maybe not being able to move as fast as you want to. Does that make sense? That's my own fault. Mm -hmm. procrastination okay there we go so it kind of blocked the movement of the energy uh, but yeah. change your mind today change your mind right now that that you know this doesn't work for you and that you're not going to block your energy anymore and let's see what happens with the feet okay okay all righty awesome it was so great to meet you today i had such a well, great day i have my second question Oh, that's right. Go ahead. I'm uh, about the tall white. So how long have I been with my mother, myself, anyway? Or well, I guess my father, too. How long have been, we been working with the tall whites? How long? Okay. Metatron says eons. Thanks a lot. He also says, thank you for the representation on your wall. I'm in your space frequently. Oh, all right. Yeah, many, many dreams with and, that as and well. And he's teasing me. He says, Charlotte noticed the presence in the room, but didn't notice me. Oh. Ha -ha. Well, there was too much, I think there was too many things the, to be looking at. You'd have to agree to that. And the room was pretty crowded, too. And <laughs> I was trying to be attentive to everything you were sharing. But let me let me 
rib him back. <laughs> I told him he should have been more obvious. He says, I drew you to the drawing. <laughs> 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 to the Metatron drawing. Okay. Uh-huh. Cute. This is how we this is how we tease each other. That's good. Eons, he says. Go ahead, Metatron. Anything else you want to say? You've just had so much experience with them, and you have been in leadership roles, you've been in subservient roles, you've been in nurturing roles, you you've been all over the spectrum in terms of experiences. In this lifetime, you chose to take all that you've learned and bring it with you here to be of service to humanity. And certainly makes sense as you see what you're, that's what, well, that's where it's challenging too, because I have so many lights that it's hard to differentiate. Yeah. I love playing and magic and music and art and Tai Chi it's, and so on and so forth. And, but that, and this is Metatron talking, he says, but that's what contributes to your fullness, right? It's that beautiful variety that you have in whatever you're desiring to do in that moment, that's your favorite thing. And then you move on to your next favorite thing. But isn't it wonderful that you have all of these favorite things to which you can um, immerse yourself, adhere to, and, and share with so many others. And this is your fluid movement. When, when you get too serious or um, looking at it in a certain way, that's when the feet start saying, slow down or, or think you're doing something wrong. There's nothing wrong that you're doing. You're living your life beautifully you are living your life beautifully and you need to hear that how does and how does that feel humbling yeah humbling yeah he's very proud of you they all are they're clapping now i want a standing ovulation <laughs> oh my god Got that. <laughs> you're you're a card, and you need to be dealt with. Oh, okay, touche, touche. <laughs> oh, there's something I wanted to say to Adela. I think you have Elvis Presley syndrome. What was that? I think you have Elvis Presley syndrome. What's that? You, your pelvis is all twisted up. <laughs> Elvis <laughs> Presley. <laughs> I was just waiting for the right moment to say it, and then I forgot to say it. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining. Kathy, thank you for joining. Thank you to Dory if she's listening to this. Everyone who came, Tanya, Adela, Hilda, Casey, Amory, everyone. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. I had a blast, and everybody's energy um, meshes just so well. This is truly terrific. So I look forward to seeing all of you again the next time. Thank you, Charlotte. All right, everyone. Have a good night. You too. All right. Well, this year has been a lot of fun. Thank you all for tuning in, and I hope you'll join me for the next free online event. Visit spiritualinsightsradio.com to become a community member by subscribing to the newsletter. Book a private healing session with me or private time with Yeshua and the Divine Team. We would be honored to assist you. And wherever you get your podcasts, please like, subscribe, or leave positive feedback to increase my visibility on the internet. I would really appreciate your support. All right, everyone, that's my show for today. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.